welcome to the final episode of the Retreadcast for 2022. Before we get stuck into the final episode of the year, we have two very important messages for you. Firstly, from myself and the whole Retreading business team, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We hope that you've really enjoyed the holidays with your family and friends. And secondly, we want to thank you for your support of the Retreadcast in 2022. At the moment, about 93% of users on our YouTube channel are not subscribers. So obviously, we want to try and get that a little bit lower. Firstly, we're aiming to try and get it to about 80%. So before we start this podcast, all we want to ask of you is a small favour. Please could you subscribe to the channel and like this video. The more engagement we receive, the more subscribers we have, the further retreading news and these videos travel. Anyway, let's get on with the show. So here you have it, the final episode of the Retreadcast for 2022. And it's episode 25, a quarter of a century of episodes. In today's episode, we'll be speaking to Retreadcast regular David Stevens, the managing director of TRIB. We talked to David to get a status update on the US retreading market, but also discuss the ongoing impacts of inflation, supply chain issues, and, and the energy crisis on, on retreaders in the country. Additionally, keep your eye out for a special feature where I summarise the most read stories from our website in 2022. So let's not wait any longer and get on with the show. Here is part one of our interview with David Stevens. In this latest edition of the Retreadcast, we're going over to the USA to talk to one of our regular contributors, David Stevens, the Managing Director of Trib for an update on some of the latest trends in the North American market. Good afternoon, David, and welcome back. Thanks, David. It's great to be here again. Great. Well, thanks for joining us again. We've uh, spoken on many occasions before about the latest developments in the US, but I thought today would be a, a good opportunity to go into one or two topics in a bit more depth. But let me start by asking a general question about the economy and how the retraining industry is faring at the moment in your neck of the woods. Now, considering the fact that the economy is currently facing unprecedented challenges with a global pandemic, rampant inflation, spiraling shipping costs and a war in the Ukraine, for example, it's pleasing to note that over the course of the last two years, sales of retrain truck tyres in North America have seen a significant rise. So what do you put this remarkable success down to? Well, I think there's a there's a few factors in play. I mean, historically, the retread industry has always been a a counter cyclical industry. So, if you know, in a an inflationary environment where prices are rising, you know, users of com especially commercial truck tires are looking for alternatives because the price of those new tires get higher and higher. And so we see people start to uh, look at adopting retreaded tires or increasing their usage of retreaded tires in their operation. So I think first and for foremost, that price pressure helps the retread industry. And, you know, the really smart fleets that end up trying it, they see that the, the cost savings that they get from retreading, and they'll have it be an ongoing component of their um, the tire program going forward. You know, some of the other factors that played into it is really the supply 
issues. So, you know, even in the U.S., you know, the ports were clogged, uh, trying to get some new tires into the U.S. through those ports created um, supply constraints. And, you know, with the retread industry based here in the U.S. and the manufacturing here, uh, retreaders were still able to produce enough tires and get them out to their customers so that they didn't face some of those supply um, challenges or at least as 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 strongly as some of the new tire manufacturers. So, you know, the, the customer demand for retreading was increased and also the supply of new tires was a little bit constrained, which helped ultimately help the retread industry. Okay, well, let, let's move on to uh, another topic that uh, we've talked about before. So uh, without a doubt, uh, finding, hiring and keeping good employees is one of the key challenges facing the retreading industry. So uh, how are retreaders dealing with this challenges with this challenge in the U.S.? Yeah, and I, I think it's a you know it's a challenge that's not unique to the retread industry. But you know when I do talk to our members and and ask them what are their biggest challenges that they face, and it's you know top of the list is people, people, people. So I think that you know as with many industries in the U.S. and and really I guess you know in a larger sense around the world. Retreaders have tried to find ways that they could entice people to come into the plants. So whether that's, you know, looking at raising the hourly wage to be a little bit more competitive in their local market, um, looking at bonuses to bring um, uh, employees on. And I think a lot of the the tech side of the tire industry and I guess the larger automotive industry is trying to educate these young potential employees about the career options within this. So it's not necessarily just a job in itself, but there are some paths paths to have a career in the tire industry or in the retread industry, and it's helping them understand that they can do that. But in the short term, it's more about, okay, how can we, uh, what changes do we need to make to our hourly rate, uh, the incentives that we're providing, the training that we're giving, and then looking at other uh, unique sources to try and reach out to potential employees. Um, you know, the the retread industry is so geographically dispersed and often in sort of more rural communities uh, within the U.S. And it's about finding employees in those communities and, and where you may be competing with someone like an Amazon warehouse or, uh, you know, another sort of factory job and, and helping them see the benefits of coming into the tire industry and then uh, and then hopefully you know, the great thing about the retread industry or the tire industry, there are so many long-term employees, you know, people with 30 plus years of experience working in there. So if you can get them in there and get them past a, a certain hurdle, you often have a very loyal and family-oriented uh, retread business. Yeah, that's true. So uh, in the last couple of years, uh, we've seen uh, significant further consolidation in the, in the retreading industry. So what will the impact of this trend be and how, in your opinion, will the retraining industry in North America look in the future? Yeah, I think we've, you know, in the last 18 months, we've probably seen a slight acceleration in some of the mergers and acquisitions activity here in the U.S. I think, you know, those those really big retreaders are are we've had a lot of uh, acquisitions and consolidations this past year. Uh, companies like Southern Tire Mart, uh, McCarthy Tire, Pomps, um, th there's been a lot of that. And I think we will continue to see that as we go through. You know, if you go back 
we talk about the U.S. retreading back in the 50s, and we had about like 12,000 retread plants. And now we're around the 700 mark. And I think that number is going to keep, you know, slowly getting smaller, but the output of those retread plants has stayed the same or increased over that time frame. And so what we see is efficiencies in production uh, within the plants, some plants getting much larger in terms of their output. So you achieve some cost efficiencies in terms of uh, that efficiency. Um, and I think we'll you know, with the cost of borrowing going up to try and ease some of that inflationary pressure, it may put a slight damper on some of those activities. But I still talk to members that are looking at acquisition opportunities or investment opportunities to grow their business, whether geographically or in products that they offer. So I think, you know, service is a continuing important component of the reach of business. They're looking at getting into wheel businesses as well, wheel refurbishing, and then having a broader geographic reach so that they can serve those fleet customers that are also growing their businesses and expanding geographically as well. Okay, so uh, for as long as I can remember, we've talked about the retrading industry as one of the most environmentally friendly industries that there is, without it uh, really having had any major impact on, on sales over that period. However, times are changing. So my question is, are we finally seeing industry doing something more than paying lip service to environmental responsibility? And, and does that mean that the retrading sector now has a once-in-a-generation opportunity that it must take advantage of? Yeah, I think this is, you know, I agree with you. Like, this is a really unique convergence of opportunity for the reach out industry. And we're trying to do what we can to take advantage of that. I think, as you said, for years, the reach out industry has sort of been speaking out to fleets and potential customers about the benefits, the environmental benefits of retreading. I think that the key shift that has happened is that now it's the customers themselves that are talking to retreaders. So the fleets and companies now have their own environmental targets that they want to hit. And so then they're reaching out to all of their suppliers and saying, look, it is a corporate imperative that we are an environmentally friendly organization or focused on sustainability in our corporation. And we want to work with our partners to figure out how we can do that. So they're saying to the tire companies and to the retread companies, how do we become more environmentally friendly in our tire program? And then that is leading, you know, the new tire manufacturers themselves to be focused on that. You, you see sustainability running through every aspect of the tire operation itself from, you know, materials acquisition to the manufacturing phase, to the retreading phase, to recycling, the use of sustainable materials, recyclable materials. And a lot of that is being driven by the tire companies themselves, but also increasingly by the companies that are using their products. And I think that's the key shift for the retreading industry where it's not just retreaders trying to convince people, and companies, it's companies saying, hey, how can we partner with you to help us meet our environmental targets? And I think that's the that's the 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 hill that we needed to get over so that, you know, it wasn't just about the cost savings of retreading, but it's also about the environmental benefits and the users of retreaded tires are seeing those benefits and they're uh, focused on it as well. We're going to return to our interview with David very shortly, but as promised, here is that special feature 
where we summarize the most read stories from the Retraining Business website in 2022. Starting with the most read story in 2022, we look at a story of Bridgestone receiving a grant to renovate its Oxford plant in North Carolina in the United States. The state of North Carolina approved a $450,000 grant to subsidize renovations at its Tread Rubber factory. The grant came after Bridgestone pledged to invest $1.6 million in the renovation of the facility and create 61 new jobs. It'll be great to see the impact that this new factory has for Bridgestone and Bandeck in the US, as well as the local labor market. Head on over to our website to read the full story. Our second article uh, that has captured the attention of our online users this year was Italmatic's investment in Ramel SRL in Italy. Italmatic purchased 50% of the company's shares in May 2022, with the company operating in areas of uh, pneumatic and electric boards, electric and pneumatic machine board installations, with high know-how of ATEX and ULCSA rules, MT and BT installations, special installations, data, TVCC, smoke detection, intrusion detection, etc., as well as automation systems and photovoltaic installations with accumulation at high performance. Obviously, those are a lot of uh, services that uh, Ramal SRL offer. You can read more about this investment and what, um, what it meant for the company by visiting the Retrading Business website, uh, where the managing director discusses the importance of this key strategic move for Itomatic. Another story concerning acquisition that piqued the interest of our online readership this year was that of the Marangoni Group announcing the purchase of GRP Limited's 50% stake in the joint venture company in India, Marangoni GRP PVT Limited, through its wholly owned subsidiary, Leader Rubber Company Prop Limited South Africa, which has thereby marked the start of the Italian company's solo journey in the Indian market. The acquisition of shares was announced in June of this year, so about the midpoint of 2022. And in the article, you can read up on comments from the Marangoni Managing Director, Vittorio Marangoni, uh, Brett Sprawson, the Managing Director of the Leader Rubber Company, and Hemant Kaur, the CEO of Marangoni in India. Um, obviously, this is quite an interesting acquisition story. And as always with the other stories, you can get the full information on our website. The fourth story that I want to bring your attention to is, an, is a, one of key importance when we talk about the retrading industry's green credentials and sustainability credentials. This story focuses on research conducted by the Fraunhofer Institute for Environmental Safety and Energy Technology, who have found that retread tyres produce over 60% less CO2 emissions than new tyres of comparable quality. It goes without saying, but this research can be seen as a major coup for the retrading industry and further underlines its significance in the circular economy and as part of the sustainability argument. The research uncovered other un, sorry about that. The research uncovered other findings related to retreaded passenger and truck tires. But for the full review, once again, just head on over to the website for the full ins and outs of that report, which was published in September. And the final story that uh, and the final story that we want to bring uh, your attention to this year was our update on Ukrainian retreading in March. Um, 
this article was one we published just at the beginning of the of the war in Ukraine. And we managed to speak briefly to Alexei Grushenko, the director of Yashina Limited. Uh, Yashina Limited are a retreader in Dnipro. And um, Alexei um, took some time to explain to us that fellow retreaders and worker, workers in the industry in Ukraine were already supporting their country and army in any way possible, from the supply of food to warm clothing. Um, many of these individuals also volunteered for for service and were expecting to be called up for military duty um, uh, at the time and many uh, were participating in construction works already to help protect cities or helping um, uh, build and help hospitals. Um, we haven't had a, a, an update on retraining in Ukraine, but we will be looking to get in contact again soon. Um, hopefully 2023 will see an end to this dreadful war, not only bring peace to Ukraine, but but help the economy. And in the case of the retraining industry, get back on its feet. So that's it in terms of the main stories from the retraining business website in 2022 we'll always be bringing you the latest stories in 2023 so without any further ado let's get back to that interview with david stevens definitely so uh i think one of the key trends in terms of uh sustainable mobility is the trend towards electric vehicles so how do you see that trend impacting the retraining industry of the future yeah, I think it, you know, it, 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 there's two areas to that. One is if I, if I look at the commercial truck side of things first. So, you know, the, the increased weight and torque demands that are put on tires from electric vehicles obviously leads, I think, to more opportunities for retreading because you're talking about wearing rubber uh, much quicker. And so there are opportunities, hopefully, to get more retreads out of a casing per casing. Um, you know, the new tire manufacturers are looking at options to try and create solutions for the elect the EV industry. Um, and, and I think those uh, innovations will carry over into the retread sector for the commercial trucking industry. And then I think if we switch to the passenger and sort of light truck uh, side of the industry, maybe there are some future opportunities for um, retreading with those smaller tires. You know, uh, for most passenger tires, a lot of the casings will age out because, you know, consumers just don't drive enough to wear down their rubber. And then, you know, you talk about all the various other impediments to retreading in terms of it, it, all the sizes that are out there, um, com competition from low cost competitors. And it may create some opportunities in that consumer and light truck segment where if the tires are wearing faster, are there opportunities to do retreading within those smaller sizes? So I think there's two two sides to it, you know, both the commercial and the and the um, consumer side of the retreading industry that provides opportunities for retreading. Okay, and uh, just on another topic, uh, what about the continuing trend towards automation in in manufacturing? Uh, what advantages and what challenges do you think that brings to the retreading industry? Well, I think if we go back to that issue of finding uh, employees and the challenges that that retailers are having, I think they have started to focus more and more on what areas of the plant can we automate from a and and do that in a uh, a, a, a cost uh, efficient manner. 
and then also have something that delivers a quality product to our customers. So I do believe that increased automation is the, you know, a big component of the future of the retreading industry. And we see examples of that, not only in the US, but in the UK, recent news about Vanvolk and uh, some increased automation that they're doing there. But all around the world, in terms of retreaders, they are looking at increased automation and the efficiency that they can get out of that from a cost savings and a quality uh, delivery of a product, but also to help ease some of these concerns about you know, finding the human capital they need to, to operate a plant. Okay, so uh, before we finish, one final question. So what do you see the retailing industry moving forward and what do you think the key trends will be in 2023? Yeah, I mean, I'm in, you know, I've always been very positive and optimistic about the retreading industry, but the last couple of years of how we have come through the 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 pandemic, uh, how many retreaders have positioned themselves for future success, the growth that we're seeing in the retread industry has really sort of, I would say, led me to be even more optimistic and positive about the industry uh, than I have been in the past, you know, decade, really. Uh all of the wind is sort of at our back in terms of, you know, technology that's being developed. Um, if we look at the future development for airless tires and the opportunity that that creates for retreading, not only in, in passenger tires, but also in the commercial sector as well. Um, the As we talked about the increased sustainability focus of so many organizations that are looking at ways to reduce their carbon emissions and, and help with their environmental targets, and retreading can be a big component of that. Um, I think we will continue to see future uh, consolidation in the industry in the U.S., and we'll have the benefits that come along with that in terms of cost efficiencies um, and, and additional services for, for customers in the industry. Um, Hopefully, some of the supply chain issues that we've seen uh, will continue to ease a little bit, and it'll, it'll also help retreaders with the supplies that they need, uh, including casings and, and rubber. Um, but I think overall, you know, we in the past year, two years, we've seen retreading grow double digits. And you know, I talked to some of our retread members, and some of them have had 25 and 30% increases in their business. And so I think the future in 2023 looks very positive for retreading. And, um, and even beyond that, with some of the changes that we're making in the industry and the opportunities that we have. Well, I think that's a very positive message to uh, end on. Uh, many thanks, as always, uh, for your input, David, and uh, we hope to see you again on this podcast again at some point during the next 12 months, I'm sure. But in the meantime, let me, me wish you a Merry Christmas and a successful and prosperous New Year, and we look forward to seeing you again soon. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate the opportunity. Look forward to talking to you again. And, and yes, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. So that is it for the Retreadcast in 2022. Once again, we must say thank you for watching and supporting us this year. We'll be back very, very shortly in 2023 for our next episode and a special Recircle Awards announcement. So please stay tuned for that. And as I said in the introduction, don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel as well. Thank you for watching. And until next time, please stay safe.